0: This podcast is dedicated to my father, who passed away earlier this year. Before the figure opened that mouth, Reed Jones stared blankly and knew he was in the presence of an angel, and there was nothing he could do. The voice was richer than honey and brighter than those flecks of gold light, deeper than the deepest part of the Chattahoochee, and it spoke a prophecy that night. and and the way God uses providence to tell the greatest story of all. Today on the show, Guardians of Atlanta, Chapter 1, The Prophecy. Welcome everyone to the show. I don't have any live listeners yet, but hopefully I will soon. We'll see how things go. Today uh, is my dad's birthday, like I mentioned at the top of the show. Um, he uh, was born in 1958. I can't do the math right now what that would have been. But he was a really amazing and interesting man. A uh, Really, really tough person. And uh, he did not pass away from COVID. It was a bunch of other stuff. So uh, won't go into a whole lot of detail on that. But I will tell you, if you've seen the movie Onward, I have a little Hatchimal-style Uh, figure of dad from the movie Onward on my desk today. So uh, in a goofy little plastic form, at least he's with me, right? Nah, he's he's with Jesus and he's he's doing really well right now a lot better than any of us are doing. However, that's not to say we're not doing but we're not doing great in other ways. My family right now is uh, excited about the birth of our second born coming fairly soon. We're not sure exactly when but it will be coming soon, (laughs) sometime beginning of next year. Not sure if it's a boy or a girl, but it is possible that we will find out tomorrow. So uh, be on the lookout for information regarding that probably from my personal Facebook page. If you are my friend, which I'm sure most of the people who would be listening right now are. Following that, I've got to say that I'm really excited. I am really excited because we have a very special ad campaign going out tomorrow. It was supposed to come out today, but we ended up shifting to tomorrow for all kinds of reasons. That will be pushing my new video. You can check it out on my YouTube channel now. Uh, if you're not sure where my YouTube channel is, you can look it up Joshua David Ling Storyteller, or you can just go to joshuadavidling.com and click on YouTube. That's the easy way to get there until I get enough subscribers to uh, actually have a vanity URL. That would be really helpful. Uh, so yeah, subscribe, <laughs> but uh, I uh, have been working on motion comics for a little while now and uh, took a hi- hiatus off from those to um, partner up with Ian Thomas Wilson, who has been an absolutely incredible visual storyteller, one, two punch combo. He and I, uh, we've been working on our the motion comics, uh, getting them prepped for this big launch for a while now. And the... First chapter, which we are going to be reading today here on the podcast at the end of the show, uh, is alive there now on YouTube. You can go and watch that. It's amazing. Uh, We put a lot of effort and work into making these things beautiful. And when I say we, I don't just mean Ian Thomas Wilson. I also want to give a shout out to Adrian Rink, Samuel Royce, and Benjamin Curley of Yonder Child Media who have been helping me out with the ad campaign and also some other things regarding the look and feel of these various shows. Uh, This show is going to be a work in progress Um, right now. The main focus is to give you a little bit of a behind the scenes, sort of an audio log experience, as well as uh, just talking about the creation of these motion comics. I think it'll also serve well for behind the scenes footage later when you really want to get into the nitty gritty of what inspired this story. What do I mean by it as an author? Some people like that. I'm not always into that, but it depends on the story. If I really like the story, sometimes I like to delve a little deeper into the artists who made it. And so I figure that's what this show will be for. So moving on from there, we have, uh, I'm going to talk about this story, this story that we're going to be talking about today, this episode, The Prophecy which is the beginning of our Guardians of Atlanta series, a superhero series in epic poetry. Um, and the beginning of Cyclone Jones, who is a uh, superhero, female superhero with power over the weather from my hometown of Alpharetta, Georgia. And so that being said, uh, Cyclone Jones kind of got started in my brain. The thing that really kind of lit it off for me Uh, I was working at Publix about two miles uh, or so away from my house, and one day I had to walk home. And as I was walking home, uh, one of the goofiest little tiny things stood out to me, and I'm not one who believes in zoning laws. I don't believe they're right or just. But walking home, I saw about three or four different types of grass uh, along the way, and None of them were the natural form that grows uh, in that particular area of North Georgia. And it just kind of made me mad. (laughs) It's kind of a silly thing, but also there's a lot of construction going on, road projects that hadn't been done, just a lot of things that was just a mess. And I just felt like the whole community really was taking the entirety of the natural beauty of the community for granted. And that kind of set off a spark in my mind to communicate that um, in the form of a hero I created a long time ago, just for some role play games and experiences. Is the uh, this idea of a girl who lived on a family farm and didn't use her superpowers for fighting crime so much as making it rain on her family's crops? Um, and I, I thought that was a really interesting idea. And when I got the when I had this This experience walking home, it all kind of just melded together in a way that I was not expecting. Uh, And so, yeah, initially in my roleplay story, it was actually her defending her farm against aliens and it was more of a comedy, believe it or not. But uh, yeah, I I did that. And uh, the other thing is with this particular chapter, I wanted it to start off. um, I wanted to take on the goofy cliche on a dark and stormy night. And so you can tell by the way this happens, it does take place on a dark and stormy night, but I don't use those words, but it's, it's just a, it's a fun way to begin a story and throw it into some kind of action. Um, Now, a lot of people who have heard this chapter who are more of the reformed persuasion like me tend to get a little bent out of shape over the uh, theology in this chapter, uh, especially regarding what is known as cessationism, which is the idea that the spiritual gifts that the apostles had, the the supernatural spiritual gifts, have ceased. Um, Now, I am a light cessationist, but I believe that the gifts have changed. I don't believe that they've actually fully ceased, but they've ceased supernaturally. So i'm not going to completely stand behind an angel showing up to a guy and uh giving him a prophecy however i i wouldn't say it's outside the realm of possibility with god obviously um but the main reason i chose to do this in a story was because Sirius, although it's never explicitly said is a typical evangelical southern baptist and i feel like this fits the tone of southern baptist theology and also i actually touch on that a little bit later in chapter two which if you want to go see it you can right now it's uh available for email subscribers only at the moment if you go to joshuadavidling.com and scroll down to the bottom of the page you will see a sign up uh list and you will receive an email with a password to a password protected page And it will allow you to go in and watch the second episode. We're going to continue that on as I release. So when the second episode is fully released to the public, the third episode will be available for email subscribers only. So that's the way we're going to be going moving forward. Uh, On top of that, I really just wanted to show that God always provides a way out. And he usually adds a cherry on top, meaning he doesn't just save you. Usually he doesn't just usually bring you out of something that you got yourself into or or just a circumstance that overwhelmed you. No, he usually, (laughs) in my experience, makes you a whole lot better afterward. And it's not just, you know, putting you through the fire. A lot of people focus on that, but God really loves his people. And he loves to give them gifts, especially after they've been through a lot. And that's something that I really wanted to show in story form as well. In other news, uh, this drive to push out the Motion Comics is going to be underway tomorrow. We're very excited about that. You'll probably see some Facebook ads. Uh, That's the main way we're pushing it right now. We're testing things, seeing who will be most interested in this uh, idea of uh, motion comics and uh, We're just generally very excited to see Zanna in the chat first listener Good to hear from you Zana. Not sure who you are immediately, but hello um, Also, if you want to sign up for the mailing list you can go to joshuadavidling.com and check that out they uh, like I said you can get the first motion comic Um at joshuadavidling.com as well as the second one if you sign up for the email list um following that we'll be releasing uh the third one to only the email list and the second one to the public etc on down the topic today xana is uh my motion comics at joshuadavidling.com i am a storyteller this is xana in the chat for everyone else listening Uh, I write epic poetry and put them in motion comic form on YouTube And I will be reading the first motion comic today in podcast form But you can go check those out by either visiting joshuadavidling.com or going to uh, YouTube and typing in Joshua David Ling Storyteller or some combination of those words So let me see here anything else on the list to talk about It does not appear so. We are going to be starting The Prophecy, which is the title of this episode of the story, this first chapter of the Guardians of Atlanta Superhero Epic Poetry Motion comic Series. Reed Jones was a farmer just north of Atlanta. His wife laid sick in bed. Just picture it, can't you? A baby in her womb. A storm raging outside. The lightning locked them in. The storm poured from the skies. The wind and rain battered their tiny Georgia town. The hails and gales tore power lines down. The back window had been knocked out by flying debris. And there was no help that either of them could see. Emily, Reed's wife, her complexion was shoddy. Nausea, pain, and cold racked all of her body. She moaned and cried and prayed that it was just the flu. Beree Jones had no clue what to do. He set a candle on the nightstand and tucked in his ailing wife and slammed his knees down to the floor to beg God for her life. Please, Lord, please, God, save my wife and child. The wind started blowing and there came something wild. The wind it calmed, the rain it stopped, but what came was a storm indeed. Light crinkled at the edge of the walls, golden as ripening wheat. And fading in as the room became light, was a figure about eight feet tall. His stature not only dwarfed the Joneses, but seemed to stretch their walls. He wore a tan leather duster with black pants, shirt, and boots beneath. The duster looked dirty and worn, and tassels hung from the sleeves. On top of his head was a black cowboy hat, obscuring his eyes and nose. A smirk on his lips, surrounded by a goatee, stood frozen in a wry pose. Before the figure opened that mouth, Reed Jones stared blankly and knew he was in the presence of an angel, and there was nothing he could do. The voice was richer than honey, and brighter than those flecks of gold light. Deeper than the deepest part of the Chattahoochee, and it spoke a prophecy that night. Reed Jones, good and faithful servant, your wife will be saved from death's dark current. Your daughter is well, but she'll be born with power. All weather before her eyes will cower. And with God's help, she will withstand great adversity. She will lose everything, but she will learn this homily. If Christ is with us, who can be against us? Your daughter, Reed Jones, will stand for justice. And just like that, the angel was gone before Reed could say a word. He jumped back up to his precious wife. By love and worry, he was spurred. But his wife lay there, asleep and warm, her color now rosy red, and her breathing was as calm and relaxed as the baby that laid within her in that bed. Reed Jones cried with utter relief as the sky above turned red too, praising God Almighty in heaven, for there was nothing he could do. A few weeks after that, Emily birthed from Riddle Bones, A daughter with brown hair And named her Cirrus Jones Thank you all for listening We'll be back on Thursday With a story from our Sci-fi world The Idiot's Guide to Illegal Tech Repair We'll be back with Guardians of Atlanta On Mondays 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time Thank you all so much for listening,
1: and I'll talk to you again
0: next time. Xana, if you want to keep talking in the chat, I'll talk to you in just a moment.